listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Wednesday, the 27th of April. This is Recap brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. Here's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Crystal. Kia ora, how are you going? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, I felt like I said uh, that, but the, the, you know, brought to you by Sheezy's, but up the top, I feel like I said it really intensely. What do you buy shizzies? You're just but, so passionate about it. Absolutely. I mean, gosh, you got to have passion in your life. You know, speaking of yeah, passion, uh, pet update, time for a pet, quick pet update. Oh, I might yeah. start with Rooster. I'll let everybody know he may have a UTI, just so you know. Oh. Poor little guy, possibly. He seems fine. He's quite happy. He's moving around. Just has to go for a wee quite a lot. Uh, and does that mean he's not at daycare? His uh, happy place? Well, that's a really good question. He's supposed to go tomorrow. Um, we'll have to see, Crystal. I don't know oh. whether that means he's not at the moment. He's actually behind me, curled up on his new little bed that we bought him, and he oh, looks great, like our little little co-host over there. He is. He's there. He's just sitting there, going, <laughs> taking notes, and just going, "Mate, you need to fuck up. You're, you are <laughs> you are letting things slide, mate." One of my favourite things is when you share photos of Rooster at his doggy daycare. Like, just the joy on his face is so good. Uh, he he does go quite spare at doggy daycare, I have to say. Um, but you've got a pet cat, don't you, Crystal? I do, Miss Lulu. She is very sassy, and she has... I'm, she is the reason why I'm very sleep deprived today um, uh. because she seems to have a new hobby. Uh, she thinks that she's part of um, Predator Free New Zealand and she, you know, needs to take part in it. So she's been bringing in, well, killing rats and then bringing them into Ugh. me. And usually it's always at 1am. So <laughs> she wakes me up and then I have to deal with it. <laughs> And I'm just not happy with her today. And to just like rub it in my face, she's just been sleeping next to me all day. And it's just like, oh, you little miss. Uh, the the rats, are they complete or are they in half? Because we used um, to have complete. cats. Complete. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. That's, 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 yeah, that's a blessing. Often with a trail of blood. Um, so that's really fun in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, she's doing her part, as you say, for predator free. So, um, yeah, you know. I'm really proud, you know, happy to support her endeavors. But if she could just leave it outside, that'd be great. Hear that, Miss Lulu? Do better. <laughs> Do better. Do better. Thanks for the update, Crystal. Uh, meanwhile, let's continue with the updates of the investing kind. Today we had a few bits of pieces of news from New Zealand Oil and Gas. The exploration and production company says it's planning to do a switcheroo and change its primary listing to the Australian Stock Exchange. So does that mean they're moving from the NZX to the ASX? Uh, no, it'll still be dual listed on the NZX and ASX as before. Uh, what it's planning to do is make its home or primary exchange the Australian one. Uh, the NZX will then become its secondary listing. Uh, as we've discussed before on Recap, companies can be listed in more than one exchange. The secondary listing confers foreign exempt status, which means that the company is exempt from most of the rules governing that exchange. 
uh, but it has to have a primary listing in another exchange where it has to fully comply with all the rules there. So Oil & Gas wants to swap its foreign exempt status from the ASX to the NZX, making the Australian exchange its primary listing. Investors will still be able to trade oil and gas shares on both exchanges as per normal. So why do they want to change neighbourhoods, so to speak? Uh, well, in 2018, the New Zealand government banned new offshore exploration of oil and gas, and the New Zealand Oil and Gas Chair Samuel Kilner says that the market in Australia has a, quote, deep understanding of oil and gas stocks, end quote. They're also looking at growing future investments in both Australia and New Zealand, uh, to which end they've also announced a rights issue to raise $25 million. Hmm, capital raises seem to be pretty popular at the moment, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So what's what's the details on this one? So the company is offering one new share for just about every 2.8 shares held. And uh, what that means is if you have, for example, 10 shares of oil and gas, you'll get just a nub over 3.6 shares. The shares are priced at 42 cents. That's a 19.2% discount on the current price of 52 cents. It's a renounceable offer, and that means if you're holding uh, oil and gas shares or NZO shares, you can sell to your rights to someone else so they can buy shares that you're entitled to. But the rights won't be traded on either the NZX or the ASX. So what are they planning to do with the money raised? Yeah, it'll definitely buff up their balance sheet to $64.2 million. Uh, that's assuming the offer raises the $25 million. They're looking at increasing production in their holdings in Australia's Northern Territory. They also want to put in a new well at the Coupe gas field and provide support to Q Energy, of which they are the majority shareholder. So when is this all happening? Right, so the rights offer comes first. The record date is set for May the 5th. The offer opens on the 9th of May and closes on the 27th. Uh, after that comes the listing conversion. Oil and gas will be applying for approval from both exchanges and say they aren't aware of any reason it might be denied. The switch is expected to take place by the middle of June. <laughs> Thanks, Jose. Uh, next up, I have a story about Alphabet. Right, so it's important to point out that Alphabet Inc. is a holding company or the parent company of Google. Yeah, that's right. And they're in the news as they have reported weaker-than-expected earnings and revenue for the first quarter on Tuesday US time. In its quarterly earnings report, Alphabet said it had made a quarterly profit of $16.4 billion or $24.62 per share, missing expectations of $25.76 per share. Okay, so what do they put these results down to? So YouTube was quite a weak point for Alphabet and advertising revenue came um, from YouTube came in at $6.8 billion versus the $7.5 billion expected. And this is fueled in part by rising competition with, you know, good old TikTok and also advertisers responding to high inflation rates. The company also attributed its YouTube miss in part due to the war in Ukraine. Uh, Alphabet has in recent months suspended all monetization on YouTube channels out of Russia and suspended a number number of state media outlets um, in, to help with combating misinformation. Mm. I, I was trying to work out the other day whether I spend more time on YouTube or TikTok. How, what's your ratio, do you reckon, Crystal? 
Oh, you know, I really think TikTok is creeping up there. <laughs> I I used to be an avid YouTube fan and I just have found myself, I think it's as my attention span gets less and less, you know, right. um, it's not as appealing anymore. How about you? That, yeah, I'm definitely on the old TikTok when I have a spare minute. Um, uh, it's almost like smoking, you know, at this point. It's kind of like <laughs> I want to have a spare minute, I get out there and just flick around, go out to the, out to the you know, out to the alleyway. On a break <laughs> and flick through the TikTok, I definitely find myself watching. Uh, interesting, I think uh, I I find myself watching longer and longer videos on YouTube, and TikTok obviously is yeah, short form stuff pretty mm. much. Um, and so that's where all my short form watching has gone. I think. Yeah, and you know, obviously that's where advertisers are kind of spending more of that money as well, right? They're definitely, yeah, they want that. They want your eyeballs for sure. Just just jam them in there, I reckon. <laughs> Um, so, so uh, to, in that case, does Alphabet have a plan for YouTube? Yep. Uh, in a call with investors on Tuesday, Alphabet's chief executive officer, Sundar Pichai, said the viewership and customer base for YouTube was evolving and expressed a positive outlook for the future. And he sort of said that he sees long term that YouTube will be seen as a place for research, not just entertainment, which kind of fits in with what you're saying about, mm. you know, using it for that longer form content. Uh, Pichai also said that the company's answer to TikTok, which is known as YouTube Shorts, had seen extensive growth in the past year but it's still in the early phases of monetization i do hear though that online ads remained pretty strong for google though right yeah, Google definitely remains dominant in the online ad market. Uh, Google advertising made up 82% of Alphabet's total revenue in 2021, and it's expected to grab 29%, which is the leading share of the $602 billion global online ad market in 2022. And that's at least the 12th straight year in a row that Google's been on top, according to Insider Intelligence. Mm. And how did the market respond to this news? So Alphabet stock is down 18% for the year as of Tuesday's close. After hours, the shares fell to their lowest since May 2021. Thank you very much for that, Crystal. Let's stick with the mega corporations and have a look at Microsoft and its third quarter earnings, which beat expectations. I really miss Clippy, how we just pop up at the most annoying times. <laughs> Always like, is this your first letter? Are you writing your first letter? Uh, he definitely lives on our hearts now, and I'm sure he would have been excited to see his former employer's current results, which were above estimates almost across the whole company. Revenue increased by 18% from the same quarter last year, pulling in $49.3 billion. Analysts expected earnings to land at $2.19 per share. Uh, the company reported adjusted, earnings, adjusted earnings excuse me, of $2.22. So what's driving those results? Uh, the parts of the company that's been performing the best include Azure and other cloud services, uh, revenue from which jumped 46%. And their productivity and business wing, which includes Office and LinkedIn, was up 17% in revenue for the quarter. And what they call the more personal computing segment, that includes Windows, Xbox and Surface computers, that was up by 11%. And how do they see the fourth quarter going? Well, they see revenue for the next quarter landing somewhere between $52.4 and $53.2 billion. And that means it's the end of the show. That was Recap for the 27th of April. Thank you very much for listening. 
We'd love you to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our email is recap at sharesease.co.nz and you can also leave a voice message. There's a link in the episode description. Thursday is our away day, so we'll see you on Friday. Matewa. Bye.